Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to episode 116 of Myths Podcast, and actually the second episode of the uh, of Miscellaneous, which is pretty cool, isn't it, Dan? It is pretty cool, yes. And boop, boop, boop. That's episode four, Trump. Put it down. Sorry, sorry. I just hadn't done, I hadn't done it in a while, so I just wanted to do it. You just love a good blow, don't you, Dan? I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how are you, mate? How's things? I'm good. I... Uh... Just chilling. Very sunny here in Wimbledon today. And uh, yeah, so what's new with you, Dan? What's new in the world of Dan Rhodes? He's been pretty busy, I imagine. Oh yeah, doing all the stuff. <laughs> like, what kind of stuff have you been doing? <laughs> oh God, it's hard to... Uh, well, I... Okay, where do I start? So obviously you know that um, in my spare time, I'm a professional hitman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so we're doing one of these things today. Okay, good to know. Yeah, okay. I'm going to just take a sip of my coffee. All right, you're a professional hitman. Yeah, go on. Um, and as you know, coronavirus has hit our industry hard. <laughs> been furloughed as a hitman. Been, yeah, so I've been furloughed from that job now, which is a, obviously I got made redundant from the travel agency one. And now I've been furloughed from my other one. And to be honest, that was giving me quite a steady income, the hitman one. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's just, yeah. you know what I mean? Just the worst. Um, Tell you what, Dan, it's, uh, I know a lot of industries have been hit hard, but the, the hitman industry. So we're going to have to let you go because, uh, you know, it's uh, you know we, we, it's been stealing our clients, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Uh, well, the problem is, is everyone's indoors. So it's really, really hard to like, you know, normally you stalk people after work, um, make it look like <laughs> an accident. Um, well, actually, well, yeah. Uh, um, I, I Although I think it'd be quite easy. Just say you're like the gas man and be like, uh, kind of go and poison the tea. See you later. Yeah, but they're like, like family at home. And that's like a, that. come on, Matt. You, you, I wouldn't expect you to understand, but that's like a no-go for hitmen. You don't do it when the family are around. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a nice, you know, I'm, I, have, I have morals, Matt. I just kill people for money. That's that's your that's your business card, isn't it? Like you hand them a, like a business card and go, "Hi, I'm Dan, the dignified hitman." Yeah, that's my that's my CUSB. <laughs> Digny hit, yeah. No, uh, dig- oh, it could be called Digny Plus or something like that. Um, yeah, that's cool. Um, who's your favorite murderer? Uh, who's who's the first favorite person you ever murdered? My favorite person I ever murdered. <laughs> oh well. Uh, right, this is right for the dangerous Dan file right here. Yeah, this is a this is a top up between something funny like a famous celebrity I know who's died, or something horrific that I'm going to make up off the top of my head. Well, why not a bit of both? Let's toss a coin. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, verbal chess going on here, listener. There's yeah, do I make things. a joke and say something horrific like? <laughs> or oh do no! I- oh yeah. god. <laughs> Yeah, or do I uh, just end it there and say that, that was funny enough in its own right that I even yeah, thought of that? I, 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 think I mean, this, neither of that's going to be in anyway, so it's all good. <laughs> Normally, uh, obviously, it's frowned upon um, us hitmen to speak about this so openly, but <laughs> I've heard oh, no like one. Magician. Listen- yeah, but like- no, no one listens to this podcast, so I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like a yeah, hitman never reveals their tricks. You know what I mean? If you are you're, you're out of the uh, um, the artery circle, you know what I mean? 
I just hope that, okay, what I don't want to happen is I don't want anyone who's listening to this podcast then becomes a serial killer and makes a business card called the Dignified Hitman. And yeah, I'm going to have a lot of questions to answer for when the police are like, okay, but you did say, and I'll be like, no, it's obviously, <laughs> it's obviously a copycat. And they're like, copycat, that means you've done it before. I'm like, no, no, please. Oh, God. Okay, there's two talking points there. Firstly, listener, if you would like uh, to get away with a free murder, uh, just Print out a business card saying a dignified hitman, kill someone, and pin it on Dan. Bob's your uncle. Let's see. We give so much to our listeners. We, we give do, them yeah, we do. We give them a lot of content for free. We give them uh, interesting stories. We give them uh, one free egg murder. You know what I mean? It's pretty decent. You know what I mean? Good times. Yeah. But also, secondly, what I like, uh, do you reckon our podcast is the kind of podcast which would inspire a killer. Because, you know, people can take different interpretations of different things. Like with um, uh, George Harrison, he wrote Piggies for um, the Beatles on the White Album. And that was hugely influential for Charles Manson and his murder spree as well. Uh, So would you reckon that this podcast, and specifically, which episode of this podcast would make someone go on a murder spree? Probably episode eight. (laughs) The Weebix Challenge. Yeah, I think you would just be like, what the... Actual, what is this? I'm out of here. I am so enraged right now. Like, if someone was barely holding on to their mental health and they listened to that episode, I think they'd probably snap. I think you did yeah. even during the podcast. Yeah, there's, uh, listen, there's, there's a video of me because I I filmed that that challenge and it and I've never bothered to upload it because why? Because <laughs> it's just really <laughs> stressful to watch. It's yeah, it's uh, basically me staring at Dan for an hour and he's sweating profusely, going, "Oh, it's very I've had a lot of milk." So yeah, it's uh, no, thank you. And also, you carry. I mean, you have to carry seventy percent of the podcast anyway, let alone that day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that day was ninety nine percent me. Uh, the rest of the podcast episodes is probably. 95% me. So, yeah, you know. You're essentially, you're like the, you're like the, you're like a little, you're the podcast fluffer of this podcast. You know what I mean? I am. That's, thank you. Thank you. Shall we go and do with our podcast let's, today? Let's right. do it. I mean, that was a weird intro, wasn't it, mate? That was, yeah. I mean, I don't even know how much of that's usable. We'll find out <laughs> when it goes out. <laughs> we'll see you on the other side. So Dan, did you like our brand new jingle I made for uh, for Miscellaneous? I did three? very much so. Yes, I had a lot of fun making that. I went for a very uh, Oasis vibe. Could you tell? It was a bit Oasisy actually. All around the world. Yeah, I thought I'd go. I I, I, I when I recorded it, I pretend I was uh, like swaying quite a lot, having like a my Parker on stuff like that. Just quickly before we get into it, how how <laughs> just before we start the bit, I am interested to know this. Because I think I know you quite well. Yeah. How, on a scale of one to ten, one being not much, ten being very, how much fun do you have doing the jingles and how much do you get into it? 
Okay, what do you think my response is going to be? Well, I, I just want to quickly like... mention, I think when I listen to these things that I can tell that they're made by a Matt Horse that said that he wouldn't spend a long time doing them because he's got a busy day and then spends yeah. hours doing them. That is literally what happens as well. Because I start off the morning and say, oh, you know what? I've got GarageBand now. Uh, beforehand, I would have to plug in all this stuff. And like, for example, the American uh, jingle one, that took me ages. Well, actually, that one took me didn't so long, but I had to I'd plug everything in. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I manually created it. But now I have GarageBand, so I can kind of do these things. So I'm like, you know what? It'll probably just take me 20 minutes. And then about five hours later and a lot of swearing is done. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and we're all the more grateful. Thank you, Matthew. Yeah, you know what? People don't give me enough credit. I think what we should do is do a whole missed episode where we just listen to the jingles. That'd be quite good, wouldn't it? Yeah, all 10 minutes of it. <laughs> Matt! Well, I can make it. Yes? Do you remember what happened last episode? Oh, genuinely. Okay. I We haven't recorded for about two weeks. Uh, have I thought about this myth since then? No. But let me try and remember. So we talked about Ra, the sun god, who... Is a uh, sun god. god. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was a sun god. Uh, and then uh, he created a new world. He had four kids. He did. Yeah, have I missed? Uh, that was. Oh, oh there, there was like people, like brothers and stuff like that. Shu and Tefnut, Gev, Nut, like lots of people, like the earth and the sky and stuff like that. Am I right? Yeah. So we had. Yeah. So just quickly, we had sun because this. This basically the reason this recap is um, this episode is actually a continuation of last week. So. Oh. Um, cool. Last time we had yeah, the sun god Ra, he was lonely, so he banged his shadow, if you remember. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Which I, I used afterwards. Yeah, he had two he had two children who mm-hmm. then in turn had you know brother and sister who then in turn had four children. Okay, cool. And, and uh, yeah, those four children were Isis, Osiris, Set, and uh Nephtis or Nephis. So oh, as I like to pronounce it, Nephnetist. Nephnetist. And that's the god of fertility, is Osiris. Yeah. Isis, the, the mother goddess. Seth is the god of uh, Seth is the god of evil, and Nephis is the goddess of death. So yeah. quite four intense children there. Now, do you remember that uh, Osiris and his brother um, uh, Set? They had a little argument, didn't they? And Set ended up getting cutting him into a million pieces. Yeah, it was a birthday party gone wrong, wasn't it? Was it was a birthday party gone wrong where he made him go in a coffin. Anyway, he scattered his body. Now, do you remember that the others, Osiris and Nephthys, obviously they felt sorry for their brothers, so they stitched him back together. They tied his wounds in linen, created the first mummy. He is now the king. He's no longer the, the god of agriculture. He's now the god of the underworld. Do you remember he got given a new role? Yes. Uh, I actually think it's officially the king of the afterlife, not the underworld. So king of the afterlife. It's a, sorry. It's, it's a distinction between Egyptian and Greek mythologies. Thank you. God, and so, oh, I you know what? I absolutely destroy poons. Sorry. <laughs> um, so he's now in the afterlife. Now, do you remember that secretly Isis and Osiris, because remember they're brother and sister, but still you these four seem to be all like, you know, they, they seem to be married up. So mm-hmm. Osiris and Isis secretly had a had a child. They had a son, Horus. Oh yes, yes. Horus. That Set doesn't know about. So in the last episode, what happened was, and they had Horus, and they hid him away until he was old enough to challenge Set for the throne. Because as we start this myth now, Set has been king of the under, um, has been ki- king of the gods for a while, and he doesn't know that Horus, his nephew, is actually around. And this starts with, um, yeah, we're going to see what happens when Horus comes out of hiding. He's now an adult and he's ready to challenge his uncle for the throne. And this is okay. that, that challenge, Horus versus Set. 
Dan, that was an excellent recap. Thank you so much. Thank you. When Horus was born, he was hidden away and kept safe from his evil uncle, Set. When he became of age, Horus finally confronted Set. As the son of Osiris, Horus presented his claim to the throne to a tribunal of three of the most powerful deities in the Egyptian pantheon. The sun god Ra, Throth, the god of wisdom, and Shu, the god of air. Now Throth and Shu are the... So it's essentially his great-granddad and his great and his grandparents, isn't it, really? Okay, and also, right, and here's the thing that we're going to talk about immediately right so Horus is like okay uh, well, as soon as I grow up I'm gonna go and challenge the king by any means necessary and if it was Greek Roman or Norse immediately he'll go over and try to stab that king yeah they'd the have a full-on piss fight but what happens here is that it's like okay I'm actually gonna do it by the law I'm gonna set up a tribunal <laughs> I mean it's, yeah, like, it's far more official isn't yeah, it? I'm gonna get my great my great granddad and my grandparents because they're like, the <laughs> eldest I'm gonna get them to like set up a, <laughs> a little tribunal you know it's I like very cute Hor- isn't it Horus is, I like him good uh, I, I like him a lot because he's like a pencil pusher do you know what I mean it's like he's an officer he's a middle manager he doesn't want to rock the boat too much he he's quite like meek but I kind of like that we need a meek god do you know what I mean yeah, what he's essentially doing is like, hey guys, hey Nan, hey Granddad, um, come on, please, like, just I'm trying to do this politely because I don't upset you. So if we could just agree that I'm the rightful ruler, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, cheers. Thanks. I've just put my uh, my application in. Hopefully, you'll read it and do uh, give me a call back in uh, four to eight months. Thoth and Shu declared Horus the rightful ruler of Egypt, but Ra argued that Set was more powerful and therefore deserved the throne. Oh, okay. Can I do the voice of Set? Yeah, please do. What voice are we going for for Set? This is the first time we've had to do his voice. Um, so I think as God of Evil, I think he's going to be quite like, um, The throne is mine! Something like that. Yeah, okay, nice. Is that all right? Oh, I was thinking that, or like a posh English villain that they do in like um, movies, like a Bond villain. Uh, oh, could you, could you do an impression of that? Like, because uh, yeah, yeah. I just want to hear it. Like, uh, the throne is mine by virtue of my strength. Oh, I like. I, I prefer that actually. That's good. That's like good. he's cunning, isn't he? Because remember, he, yeah. he we know he's a bit cunning by his party stuff. He's not like out downright creepy. He's actually quite like dignified and powerful. You will never defeat me, James Bond. Like a Scar Lion King type vibe. That's what I get. From yes, that. yo, Dan. Oh, God. Why aren't you in work as an actor? Please, for the love of God, mate. Can someone hire him? Not me, though. Um, um, okay, I think you should do it, and I'll do the narration around it. Okay, okay. I'll be Horace, if you want. I think the Scar Lion King vibe is, is what we want, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. The throne is mine by virtue of my strength. Set, set. Let Horace prove that he is better than I, and he can have the throne. <laughs> And I think Horus is also quite a strong voice. And what I think he should—he's quite young, like Horus, isn't he? He's—he's he's like he's like in his challenge 20s. me to what you will. I'll prove you the weaker. Okay, maybe <laughs> not. He's the meek god. He's the meek god. Come but he's on. also quite powerful. It's just that he's young because he's just been in hiding until he's old enough. To, so he's probably like in his yeah, tw- teens, twenties. He's, he's not fine, fine. I'll do it more chilled. Challenge me to what you will. I will prove you the weaker. Horus declared. Is that all right? Yeah, that was nice. Set decided that the first feat of strength would be to have them both turn into hippopotami and sit on the bottom of the Nile. The first to come up for air would lose. How do you feel about that challenge, Matt? Okay, that's... So, <laughs> like, essentially, it's 
who's going to drown first? You know what I mean? Uh, uh, and also, I don't know why they're doing all this. Like, the thing is, I like the Greek and Romans as, at the best times, but they had some stupid traditions. But one of the least stupid traditions is if you had a disagreement with someone, just kill them immediately. Why are you doing all this? Why is this, uh, like, feats of strength? You know what I mean? Because there's just a tribunal. There's a, you know, he's doing this. You said you like the democratic way of doing I, this. I do, but, like... Like, I also want them to murder each other. But um, but then again, you can't really say, oh, let's, let's have a democratic pro- uh, process. Let's turn to hippopotami and sit at the bottom of the Nile. Uh, but yeah, okay. I think it's pretty, it's, you know what? It's very creative. We have to yeah. say that. That's, uh, I, I like that a lot. Isis, desperately wanting her son to be Pharaoh, magically created a copper harpoon, which she threw into the water. However, her aim was slightly off, though, and she hit Horus instead of oh Set. God, what a stupid <laughs> asshole! So she's tried to create a harpoon and she's missed and killed. She's hit her own son, which is the one person she wasn't meant to hit. There's only two people down there. <laughs> oh my god, that is so stupid! I'm, I'm like, imagine coming up with that plan. You can think of any other plan, which is a bit more, well, less foolhardy, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna throw a harpoon. Oh wait, it's hit my son. I've just harpooned my son. You know, that's very similar to the Caledonian boar where they throws the throws the javelin and it hits his friend. Yeah, his friend died, yeah. Yeah. Um realizing this, she pulled free the harpoon and cast it back into the water. This time though it sunk into the body of Seth. But the injured but How is that allowed? Sorry, how how is I that allowed? Like I don't know. We're trying to have this tribunal system, which is okay, if we're going down that line, fair dude. At least honor that, but they're, like, they're cheating already. That's mental. But the injured god appealed to Isis as her brother, and she caved and helped him. <laughs> so, hang on, so just before, because it's about to get weird. So, she's hit Set, Set's come up, and because obviously they're all in, they're all incest, aren't they? So, Set and Isis are still brother and sister. He's like, yeah. sister, come on, like, I know you want your son to win, but co- oh, come on, like, I'm still your brother, like, why are you being a bitch? <laughs> and she's like, okay, I feel sorry. Uh, you're right, that was really un democratic of me right she's realized that she was wrong there's, there's a there's a fair tribunal system happening here and she's ruined it and she feels bad however yeah. her son horus enraged <laughs> from her helping her um, set emerged from the water he wasn't worried about losing the first challenge he was focused on taking revenge on his mother for what he felt was a clear betrayal horus oh cut off isis's head carried <laughs> it up a mountain and tossed it away <laughs> Oh, there we go. There we go. Tell you what, Egyptian mythology is bringing it in bags, isn't it? Wow. Okay. Well, literally, you got to put a head in the bag. But uh, wow. Oh, my God. That's intense, isn't it, man? My favorite line from that is where it says, now not no longer focused on losing the first challenge. He was just enraged by his mother. So he's actually like, he's that angry at his mum that he's going to sacrifice this first challenge just to behead his own mother. Who, who in fairness, was trying to help? But right. Hold on. Um... But this is what I mean, though. Like, if he's so he's more angry at his mum for harpooning him, which is a bit annoying, than for Set from killing his dad and uh, taking his rightful airship. Do you know what I mean? He yeah. could have just done that to Set, and it could have been game over, done. But you no, know, he's like, I oh, know, I'm going to murder my mum who's helping me. Yeah, he's he's got mummy issues. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, for sure. Have you ever cut off your mum's head? Not not recently. No. No. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So he's cut off her head, thrown it off a mountain. Fear not, though. One of the top judges, one of the judges, Throff, picked up Isis's head and reunited it with her body. Okay, but <laughs> sorry, reunited is definitely the wrong word there. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like 
oh, look, you know, we've cut off your head, but we've reunited it to your body. It's like, it's not attached, though. Do you know what I mean? It's still still a massive wound. But that is why it's good that we have this tribunal, because these three powerful judges, uh, Thoth, Shu, and Ra, they're obviously, like, kind of making it fair. So I guess in the name of the game, they're like, look... That doesn't count because this is a part of a, like, <laughs> they're basically fixing all the, the problems that are going to happen. Okay. Anyway. Um... Tired from decapitating his own mother, Horus went to sleep on the mountaintop. Set snuck up and gouged his nephew's eyes, burying Jesus them in Christ. the ground. Oh, I th- this is going to get a high WTF score. I know that for sure. Overnight, they grew into lotuses, obviously. What? <laughs> Taking pity on the blinded boy, the cow-headed goddess, Hathor, and someone we haven't heard of, by the way, has just come up, came yeah. to Horus's aid, pouring gazelle milk on his wounds and restoring his sight. What the fuck is going on, That's mate, all happened right? in one day, by the way. That's just challenge number one. That's day number one. Right. There we go. Hold That's on. the end of day number one. So firstly, imagine like imagine you go to your garden, pluck out your eyeballs, put it in, and an hour later you got lotuses. <laughs> like imagine that for animal crossing. That yeah, Lord, so who cow headed goddess Hathor? We haven't heard of her. She's just popped up. Of, are, are, are all the are, are there other gods watching? Is there is like all of Egypt watching this basically? I imagine I imagine this is like their entertainment for sure. Yeah. And also I think there's a lot of animal headed gods. Uh, but here's the thing, right? It's a cow headed god, right? Yeah, I um, think I know where this is going. But they pause gazelle milk. Yeah, that's rogue. Like, wait, where, when is she... Like, that's not her own milk. She's gone off, found a random gazelle, poured it in his eyes. That's, well, she's cow-headed, so she doesn't have adders, I guess. She's got the body of a woman. Yeah, but still, I think... Well, why gazelle milk? You know what I mean? And also, who knew that pouring gazelle milk on your open wounds would make your eyes grow back? <laughs> right next time you have a medical emergency you just have <laughs> a tub of gazelle milk in the fridge goes uh-uh don't don't touch it don't touch it and that's a broken leg but here you go <laughs> why have you put custard on my leg oh it's not worked let's go to the hospital can i just say though so this democratic thing's failed miserably because horus decapitated his own mother in rage and the gods fixed that then set in rage blinded his nephew and the gods have fixed that so basically they're just fixing every time they like get unsportsmanlike conduct yeah exactly yeah it's i yeah i i don't think it's very fair but maybe that maybe that's where the strength comes from from deceit and stuff like that i think both have a red card at this point (laughs) yes absolutely yeah i think i think maybe hathor should be the 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 pharaoh because i think that's uh hathor's my favorite character thus far so so that was kind of day number one of the challenge so matt what uh, what happened next the judges wanted the two gods to make amends they did reconcile, but the wily set decided to the wily set decided to seduce his nephew. Because nothing says romance more than sorry, a guy uh, gouge your eyes out. You fancy a beer? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, I no think... one's gonna swipe right after like you poked her eyes out. Yeah, I think this is about to get weird. So have fun. But also, like, <laughs> like you, your mum's just died, and Seth's uh, sister just died, and you know, like, you know what? Let's bond. Like shagging each other. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Also, I kind of like the fact that you know, like, it, it they're gonna have a, a you know a gay relationship. That's really cool. That's mm. that's interesting. Um. So, uh, Set wasn't discriminate in his liaisons. In the world of ancient Egypt, there wasn't any real conception of homosexuality. What mattered was who was on the top. 
the one doing the penetrating uh, as pr- that proved dominance of the other person. I didn't, ri- I, that wasn't ad lib. That was genuinely written down in front of me. And I think Dan chose me to say that on purpose, didn't you? Yeah, I want you to read this section out. Oh, God, oh my God. So, so basically, in ancient, I was reading about this. In ancient Egyptian culture, it seems like um, they didn't really care much for homosexuality. It was just that they saw whoever was doing the giving, so to speak, was the dominant and therefore was the the more powerful was the male type person in that situation. So in him trying, he's, if he seduces his nephew and tries to sleep with him, he can prove that he's more, he's more dominant and therefore deserves the right to the throne, I think is the logic. And, and that is a, an odd, I mean, that, that is an odd plan though. That, that's like, imagine like, uh, like, cause like, wh- why would you think that's a good idea? Do you get me? Why, why on earth is that the best? You know what? I'm going to seduce my nephew, and then I'll show him who's the real winner. Yeah, I'll be the real best king of, uh, uh, of Thebes when I, I like, uh, uh, have sex with my nephew. I wonder if it's because Set knows that maybe he's not going to beat Horus in the like physical challenges. So maybe he, that's why he's trying to go down a different approach. Well, he's going for a different physical challenge. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but, well, you know what? Like, actually, like, although it's steeped in... There's kind of a, a, you know, there's still a, a veil of kind of a, um, there's a veil of bigotry there to say that there's one dominant to the other. But actually, genuinely, the first time in the whole of our podcast that there's kind of like a homosexual relationship, although it's not, I don't think that's a good thing to parade, bear in mind it's between an uncle and a nephew. No, but I mean, we did have Zeus and Ganymede, but that was a little bit more paedophile vibes. <laughs> Well, you know, let's not talk about tight buttholes here, Dan. Um, okay, so anyway, and also the whole of the god, the Egyptian pantheon is watching this going, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, I think, like, I think it's important, actually. This next bit is is he, he does in secret. Set does away from the everyone else. In the evening, a bed was prepared for them, and they both laid down. But during the night, Set caused his penis to become stiff and inserted it between Horace's thighs. Then Horace placed his hands between his thighs and received Seth's semen. Horace went to tell his mother, Isis, help me, Isis, my mother, come and see what Seth has done to me. And he opened his hands and let her see Seth's semen. Any comments, Dan? <laughs> like, what the fuck is this, man? All right, so... Now he wants his mum's help, does he? After he cuts off his head, goes, "Hey, mum, I know you just had a head. Uh, you just had a neck for two minutes, but can you look at your brother's semen?" Set has creeped in behind, secretly behind Horus. He's put his penis between Horus's. He's like rubbed his penis between his legs. Horus has woken up and realised this, and quickly caught the semen that came from Seth's penis. It's and then it's, he's ran to his mum and been like, "Look what Uncle Seth has done. Here's his semen." She let out a large shriek. Ah! <laughs> that sounds like Brian the Eagle. Um, uh, but uh, she seized a copper knife and cut off his hands. Horace's hands, or no, Horace's hands. Oh, what? Yeah. She then she fetched some fragrant ointment and applied it to Horace's penis. She caused it to become stiff and inserted it into a pot and caused his semen to flow down into it. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Just so to clarify, his... he's obviously set has tried to rape Horus. Horus has caught him in the act and caught his ejaculate. He's then run with semen in his hands to his mum, and Horus has gone, Mum, Isis, look, Uncle Set's 
done this. I've got semen in my hands. And she's panicked, grabbed the knife, and in panic, cut his hands off. Because mm-hmm. she's and so then... disgusted that he's holding the semen. She then feels bad, so she has then wanked him off into a jar. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, well, this is this is a very interesting storyline, and uh, but I don't know how that's helped in any way. You know what I mean? I don't. But then again, in all fairness, I think it might be fair dues for cutting off her head like twenty four hours ago. Do you know what I mean? That, that's fair play, you know. Um. Anyway, afterwards, Isis tossed. <laughs> Isis tossed indeed. Afterwards, Isis tossed set semen into the marshes of the Nile and devised a plan to deceive him. Uh, the next morning, Isis carried the pot with horrors of semen into Set's garden. She asked Set's gardener, What sort of vegetable is it that Set eats yeah. here in your company? Can you do less of a, like, pretending to be a fake woman? Just do, like, a kind of a sultry... Imagine you ever got, like, imagine you smoked 40 packs of cigarettes a day. She's really had a bad larynx, you know what I mean? Do that, like, <clears throat> like I, that. I, I didn't see her like that, though. Well, no, but she just had her head removed, though. Yeah, but she's had her head stuck back on. It's all good now. All right. Well, can you be like kind of like a... What sort of vegetable like, is it that Seth eats here in your company? So the gardener told her, he doesn't eat any vegetables here in my company except lettuce. With, the, with this, Isis took the pot and poured Horace's semen over the lettuces, which is the worst salad dressing I've ever had. Later in the day, Seth returned home and ate the lettuce as he regularly did. <laughs> this is like American pie, isn't it? Oh, man. Uh, thereupon, he became pregnant with the semen of Horace. Oh, man. I'm genuinely... This is the first time I feel really stressed whilst reading that myth. <laughs> it's funny, huh? I like it. It's... It's really, it's it's layers of sexual assault and trickery, and I'm just confused. They love incest. We've only done two Egyptian myths, and they love, <laughs> they love it, don't they? They love it. And a lot of penises have been cut off as well, and yeah, I don't know. Um, so anyway, um, so H- Horace has indirectly impregnated Set. Set. Yeah, his mum has gone and impregnated Set with the semen from the jar that she just happened to keep overnight from when she wanked her son off. I mean, if this doesn't get a 15 out of 10 for WTF, I don't know what it does. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is... Um, <clears throat> Seth, Seth approached the tribunal and declared with confidence, Let me be awarded the office of ruler. As for Horus, the one who is standing trial, I have performed the labour of a male against him. Ha 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 and Horus spoke up. All that Set has said is false. Let Set's semen be summoned that we may see from where it answers, and my own be summoned that we may see where it answers. Also, that was like that's like a, a tongue twister there. Um, let Set's semen be summoned the way we see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's... Nailed it. So basically, what I think is happening here, so so Set has said, I have performed the labour of a male against him, which is basically saying, I... I dominated him in a sexual act i was the male therefore the more dominant one and you can prove this by seeing that my semen is inside horus and they've kind of done a, a recall of the of the come uh, a total recome and uh, yeah, and they've uh... how the gods are going to be like well let's find out where your where each other's semen is and if if set semen is in horus then but obviously set doesn't know the horus caught it maybe i'm i'm thinking yeah exactly yeah know that the semen actually didn't go inside of him 
Thoth put his hand on Horus's shoulder and said, Come out, you semen of set! <laughs> nice. It answered him instead of from the marsh along the Nile where Isis had dumped it. It's just coming along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello, yeah. I'm set semen. How are you doing? Lying on the grass and they're like, oh, that's not <laughs> Like, you know, like, we've all done it. Dan, have you ever wanked off into the Nile? Uh, no, I haven't. It, it's on my bucket list. <laughs> More like your fuck it list. Um, come on, Dan, give me something for that. That was decent. Well played. Then the god put his hand on Seth's shoulder and said, Come out, you semen of Horus! Because it had been ingested with the lettuce leaves, it answered from inside Seth's stomach. Oh my god. There's so many like things biologically going wrong here, but okay. Deeming itself too important to flow out of Seth's ear, the divine seed emerged from his head in the form <laughs> of a golden solar disc. <laughs> like a solar beam from Bulbasaur. Jesus yeah. Christ. Thoth snatched it away and placed it as a crown upon his own head. Oh <laughs> a semen crown? What the Despite this damning evidence, Set somehow convinced a trio of judges to save one more final contest, (laughs) a race of stone ships down the Nile. That didn't seem like the wisest choice, since since Set's boat sunk instantly. But Horus floated along the water, for he had tricked everyone by quickly making his boat out of pine and covering it in gypsum, a sort of plaster, so that it looked like it was made of stone. In a rage, Seth once again transformed into a hippopotamus and bashed his heads into Horus's ship. It came apart in splinters, exposing the young god's deceit. (laughs) A back and forth had now gone on for over 80 years. Oh my god. Seeking a final verdict, the judges decided to appeal to Osiris, who now ruled the afterlife. Not surprisingly, Horus argued that his son, Horus, deserved to be pharaoh, and Seth in chains as a prisoner, finally conceded. Holy shit. Like, and also, they did that for eight years, so the, all that was unnecessary. So they just kind of like, yeah, oh, sorry, do you want to get the final say? Yeah, all right then. I think back. what happened was, after 80 years of back and forth and all this semen malarkey, the god <laughs> was like, you know what? This is honestly, even for our standards, pretty fucked up. Uh, can like just just decide that Horus is obviously the better guy and just leave it there. Well, like here's the thing, right? Because we're saying the I, I've watched a lot of Watchmen recently, and uh, what we're saying here is like, oh, we have to trust the judicial system because that'll take you know the the justice will come, not not come, but uh, um, that, that's Horus and uh, uh, set. But um, but the thing is, what's happened here is that. You know, we've we've mocked the Greek and Roman people for killing instantly, but they've just saved eighty years of their life. They've been doing this process for eighty years. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, uh, who the systems broke? You know what I mean? Yeah, and it didn't even work anyway because they ended up just going to a third party, like a fourth who judge, was, an independent. And who is the who's the, the person? <laughs> who's the dad? <laughs> and set and murdered him before. So yeah, I think it's kind of a fair play, really. But um, I think we should go and rank this because I think. If this is this is going to be the one which is closest to forty in my my mind that agree. we're ever going to get, so let's go and rank this. Myths. 
Okay, so we rank them on four categories. Life skills, morals, creativity, WTF. Each one's ranked out of 10 to see how close we can get to 40. Um, Matt, let's start with life skills out of 10. So these are the physical things we have learned. Practical um, things we learned, Matt. Got to start us off. So we learned, um, we learned how to like be part of a legal system. Yeah, yeah we, 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 we tribunal. We put in applications. Um, we have learned the the art of debate. We have uh, we've also we've learned how to shape shift. We've learned how to change into hypopotamuses. Yeah, we, we learned how to uh, hold our breath. Yeah, we've learned how to make a copper harpoon and fire it. <laughs> Yeah, incorrectly. Incorrectly, yeah. Um, we've also learned how to cut off someone's head. We've learned how to cut off someone's head. We've learned how to gouge someone's eyes out. We've learned how to grow their eyes back. Um, we've also learned how to sutra um, a head back onto a body. Yeah, we've learned how to stick a head back onto a body. We've learned how to uh, sexually assault someone. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, well, that's. I think that's a moral right there. And, uh, yeah. Uh, but also on top of that, though, like... We also genuinely we've learned a lot of gardening. We've learned how to grow lotuses. We learned how to uh, um, uh, fertilize uh, lettuce leaves and stuff yeah, like we've that. Learned how to cut off we've learned how to cut off someone's hands. Uh, also, a lot of medical stuff. Like we learned how to pour gazelle milk on stuff to restore sight. We've yeah. also learned, um, yeah, uh, we learned how to, like I say, cut off hands um, and yeah, disposing of semen. We learned how to make rocks, uh, how to make stone ships look, look how to make uh, wooden ships look like stone ships. We also learned how to put on a how how to retrieve semen and how to put it on your head. What are you think? So ten. This is a classic horse move, but I think it's a ten for life skills. Yeah, yeah, we did learn. A, we we did learn a crap load, didn't we? Every sentence was full of like a new exciting thing we learned. Okay, ten, and all of it varied as well. I would say morals, morals. So, um, well. Where to start, really? It's lots of different things to kind of unpick here. Firstly, um, oh, I don't know, really. Um, well, may, may, I, as I mentioned at the end, um, maybe the whole judicial system is kind of like it doesn't work. It's broken. Maybe it's trying to highlight that as well. Maybe that the true justice is the ones that you can create in your own hands, perhaps. Yeah, not, I think not that's a big moral because ultimately it didn't quite work, and they still ended up going to like someone else that wasn't part of the tribunal. To they, you know, they, they they gave up essentially after eighty years, mm -hmm. and something that they could have done immediately as well. Yeah. But, um, also, tests doesn't really make you the person as well and also they weren't genuine in their test skimming skills they were always deceiving each other right yeah yeah either or horus and set were always deceiving one another in certain in, in some form of shape also yeah. there's something about like i think this was kind of goes back to the last episode as well but there's something to do with family here these egyptian myths like isis tries to help her son but also at times is blackmailed like she's also helping her brother because she you know what i mean it's that family yeah. loyalty thing thing going on um and we saw that at the beginning with the tribunal when throff and shu said oh horus is obviously the better god but then ra was like no actually i prefer set so like they've all you know there's a family dynamic because they're all related to each other yeah and i also think on top of that though i think there's um yeah i, I we, there's morals and terms like don't cut off your mom's head don't don't uh, don't poison your brother. Uh, yeah, don't harpoon your son and get it wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, and don't ejaculate on your nephew whilst he sleeps. Yeah, that, that was really grim. That's that's uh, genuinely quite upsetting as well. But yeah, it's um, also don't cut off your son's hands uh, and 
and yeah, and like uh, don't like uh, don't poison your brother with semen. And uh, uh, yeah, I, d- I don't know. I just I think it's uh, as you say, the family links are so intertwined. It it really speaks volumes for lots of different stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's some big stuff here. What do you think, Dan? I don't think it's a ten, so I'm gonna ruin your vibe there. Um, are I, you sure, Dan? I think it's like an eight or a nine. Should we say nine? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'll accept a nine because I don't think. Yeah, I agree. I don't. Okay, creativity. Should we just save everyone some time? It's a ten, mate. Come on. It's a ten, creative. I mean, the challenges, the rivalries, everything we've just talked about is pretty creative because they tribunals so much simpler. Everything could have been so much simpler. <laughs> Like yeah, absolutely. But that's that's um that's a judgment by committee, isn't it? Yeah, you know I mean that that is literally what's happened here. And uh, yeah, and like everything about it so messed up. Do you know what I mean? Like it's pretty pretty uh uh yeah. And uh, yeah, I I don't think we've seen a myth like this before. Genuinely, it's so it's so out there. And so I think ten's the right answer. Um, WTF factor? That's oh, pretty average. Maybe like a four or five. If Dan, if you did that to me, I would break your fingers. So, um, um, uh, obviously, it's a ten, right? Because like, it's, it's, it's cutting off your mum's head, semen stains. We have uh, 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 the, the semen crown. We have uh, a going into someone's eyes. We we cut off uh, wanking off your son and putting his dick in a jar. That's mental. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, like, oh, and right. and it all was for nothing as well. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. <laughs> Uh, so also, yeah, so even was messed up. Even at the beginning, like when um, when ISIS missed and stabbed Set with the harpoon, like even stuff like that is so dumb. Like <laughs> that, that that was basic level WTF, and I thought that was the as, as far as it's going to go, and it was still going to be a high score. But then it went above and beyond. I don't think I'll ever see a myth the same way again after this. So let's add that up. So it's ten, nine, ten, ten. It makes it easy. Thirty-nine, 39. which is the Highest scoring myth in history ever. Yeah, I don't know if that'll ever get beaten. You know, is there ever a perfect ten, ten out uh, forty? I don't know. I think it's impossible to get. I think that might be the highest score we can give because we rarely give ten out of ten for morals. It's a hard one. To, a hard one. You know. Yeah. Even, actually, I have to admit, even a nine for morals, and I think that is fair. I don't think I don't know why it's not a ten. I just there's it's just yeah. Why is it like Dan? Why is it not a ten? What more could it give? <laughs> Come on, Dan. Let's let's make it let's make it a perfect forty. Come on, mate. God, I'm trying to think of why it shouldn't be a perfect forty because it seems like such a shame to give such an awesome myth just thirty nine. Come on, let's make it a forty. Come on. You think we should? Because there were some. Yeah. I mean, there are some big morals. Come on, we've given. I mean, a nine morals may as well be a ten because a nine is is so hard to make and not. Mo- Ladies and gentlemen, it's our first ever forty. We're gonna Full make mark. it a forty, everyone. It just felt right. We tribunal. Was for nothing. It's fine. Forty tens across the board. Forty score tune. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I'm very happy with that. Oh my god, it's finally worked. After two and a half years of doing this podcast, I finally got my desires. No, now why did I agree? Morals, because the more I think about it, like little things, like at the end when the semen was like showed its showed itself, and like that's a moral. Is how he tried to deceive everyone, and it didn't quite pay off. So I think we missed that when we first were going through the morals. Yeah, so retroactively, forty four marks. Wow, I think it deserves it. Woo! Yeah, that's made my day. That that's great.
Uh, yeah, well, uh, what, what a what a myth, and thank you so much for that. I'm really enjoying these Egyptian myths so far, Dan. Yeah, um, unfortunately, this means that this is, of course, the last ever episode of Myths, because the whole point is <laughs> to find a perfect 40. We've got that now. We can... No, that's Yeah, we, uh, we, we've been trying to find an excuse for a while, so thank goodness. <laughs> uh, but, um, that's why Matt keeps trying to give everything a 10. But no, yeah, 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 it's a 10. This could have been a 45, really. Well, what, why, why isn't it a 45, Dan? Come on. No. <laughs> okay. Um, but in, just in case we might, I think we might release another uh, episode, but, uh, you know, maybe. But uh, yeah, we might go yeah, on. Yeah. These Egyptian ones, I agree. They're, they're fun, huh? And uh, yeah. And if you would like to hear more from us, why don't you follow us at Miss Podcast? And you can also email us. We love love your correspondence at mythspodcast at gmail.com you can also follow our fan club page misfits on facebook we have a nice chat there uh, and we, we also get some preview stuff as well and on top of that you can also check out our patron which uh to be honest not many people have so if you want to be the first to donate to that you can do and also uh, finally why don't you check out my podcast called castable where i invite uh, famous people to pitch their dream music festival and also check out my twitch at matt house comedy there you go all the plugs done no. good, well so five stars on itunes this has been historic you have been listening to remember this st- number 116 it's so it's going to be a historical one we'll never forget this will we matt <sighs> well you will but i won't but uh... <laughs> even i think i can remember 116 just because of the poignancy of it being the, our first ever perfect score that's you know what i think it's a good good way to finish off this uh, this episode and thank you so much for listening I've been Matt Hoss I've been Dan Rhodes and thank you for joining us for a perfect boy see you very soon bye bye myths myths